Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Lawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> it's a Friday episode looking yeah. ahead to all the weekend's action. Yeah, well, if, you're, if you're IFS, which you should be, you get it on Thursday evening. And also, we, we, should, record- we should mention that we've just put out the trailer for our On The Coins film that we made yes. before Christmas. Mm. Uh, and that's going to be an IFS <sighs> premiere. You'll get that on IFS before anything else. So if that's not reason enough to sign up, I don't know what is. You know what we should do, mate? Actually, what? I had a couple of ideas. Well, we should definitely think about taking on Netflix. If this goes well, and I'm getting... I mean, the buzz around the trailer since mm. you released it only, what, an hour ago? About that, yeah. It reminds me of when a Star Wars trailer comes out. Yeah. Or an Avengers trailer. Yeah. Everyone analysing every last bit. Yeah, trying to work, on, out, work out plot developments and character arcs uh, and all on, that. Yeah. On things like Cracked.com mm-hmm. um, and BuzzFeed Entertainment, there's people doing a, a frame-by-frame analysis yeah. of it and stuff like that. And I think we should be thinking about, we should be thinking more. I'm thinking we could be making documentaries about digging. We mm. could definitely be making ones about holes, Ghosts. about widows. There's yeah. all sorts. This is so just the start. That, Netflix, watch your arse, here we come. Exactly. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's really exciting. Um, listen, we're recording this on uh, Thursday, about mm. lunchtime. And I haven't done this many times before, but had we not already had this in the diary to record, I was going to have to call an emergency podcast mm-hmm. I've only ever called an emergency podcast once before. Do you remember what, what that was about? I've forgotten. Was it a holiday incident? No, it was when a dog got in my kid's school. Yeah, that's right. That's a perfectly valid reason as well. Though. We we had to do an emergency unscheduled podcast to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Well, mate, I nearly called you at one in the morning last night, something oh. that you would not have appreciated. But... Something happened. As you know, that is way past my usual bedtime. Yeah, even mine. I was, I'd been to West Ham uh, to see us lose to Liverpool. Sorry about I'd that. I'd come home. It was a long old journey home for various reasons, logistical mayhem. And uh, I had to walk quite a long way from the station. And as I was coming into my road, it was about half midnight, something like that. Uh, my road's quite long. And I came, I live at one end, but I entered the road at the other end. Right. So I have a, a long, you know, good few hundred yards along the road to get to my rig. And, you know, because I've talked about it before, there are a number of cats in my neighbourhood yeah. and in my road. And some of them I consider friends. And as you know, I go out and I have a little chat, yeah, a chat with them sometimes. Yeah. Why not? Um, and sometimes you see them, like, dart into the front garden and then dart out again. Mm-hmm. 
because they know my cat lives here, Nelson, and, you know, they all try to respect each other's territory. Anyway, I'm walking down the road and I hear this sort of like that. Mm. And even though it's late and I wasn't expecting it and the road's quiet, there's a big black cat, all black, quite fat, quite fat cat. A fat right? black cat. A, a fat black cat is down by walking and he's come and started walking beside me and he's done a little hello. Like that, and I've gone, all right, mate. I've got all right, mate. And he's gone, and then he's rubbed that thing where he's rubbed a little bit against my leg as yeah. I'm walking. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, bit late. Don't usually, I don't know what it is, but you don't usually encounter cats that late, even though cats are known to go out and about. They don't tend, to, they're usually busy with their cat business mm. at that time of night, anyway, <clears> whatever. <throat> so I carry on walking, but the cunt keeps walking next to me. And I thought. He's going to fuck off in a minute. And I'm sort of talking to him going, what, what are you doing? Where are you going? And he's just like, Meow. and I thought, fucking hell, he's really sticking out this. He's walking all the way along. So, you know, gave him a little bit of a stroke, but then carried on walking. He's got all the way to my house, right, mm-hmm. with me. And I said, well, you know, I've sort of given it. Well, my friend, this is <laughs> yeah. where our journey ends and our ways must part. I'd invite like, you I've in. I've enjoyed but... our time together. <laughs> I, walk, I walk down my pathway. The camp walks with me. <laughs> I get to my doorstep and put the key in the door. He stood right next to me, his nose practically pressed against the door, <laughs> but then half looking up. And I'm thinking, what is your fucking game plan here, mate? Right? <laughs> so at this point, I've literally, not aggressively, but I have said to him, all right, fuck off now. Right? <clears throat> but he didn't. He just ignored that. I opened the door. And as I opened it, I thought, <clears throat> is he really going to try and come in my house? By the time that thought had been processed, it was too late. Was the in- moment the door was open, enough for him to get through, which was required quite a big gap, because as I say, it was a fat cunt. <laughs> it just fucking gone in. It darted in my house and run up the stairs, right? Wow. Well, I panicked. Everyone's asleep. My wife and the two kids are obviously asleep because it's really late. But I've just fucking come in. You know, usually I try to come in very quietly. I've fucking come in after the cat and I've gone... I've literally said these words like it's in a film. What the? (laughs) (laughs) And I've whacked on the big light, mate. I've had to, the big hallway light, which can light up all up the stairs and everything. Because I thought, the cat, it hasn't just wandered in sheepishly. It's gone in and it's gone straight upstairs like it knows where it's, like it's asked something and it knows where that thing is. Fucking hell. I've gone, what the? And I've run up the stairs, right? I get onto upstairs onto landing. The cat's nowhere to be seen. Mm. Obviously, it's black, which makes it harder to see in the dark. Then I'm like, fuck. So I get the torch out on my phone, thinking, I'm going to have to hunt this fucker down in the dead of night. Suddenly, he comes wandering out of my son's room. Now, I don't know what he'd been doing in there, <laughs> but he wanders out. Or he saunters out, really, with this kind of, all right, cunt, what's your problem, right? And I'm I'm stunned. I'm almost frozen for a moment. Which means that he just walks straight past me and heads into my daughter's room. And I'm like, no, mate, no fucking way. No, cross right? the line there. So I blocked him and I sort of gently, I didn't boot him because I would never do that, but I steered him with my foot yeah. gently towards Guided the staircase, him. right? And then I sort of steered, steered him towards the staircase. He went down three steps. I walked behind him. I'll be honest, at this point, I was there was an element of fear because... I thought, this cat is really bold. And mm. at first he was friendly, but now I'm like, I don't know. He, I don't know. I, I was a bit scared because he was. I was discombobulated. He'd, he'd done a power play on you. He was now in control of the situation. He was. 
And we got halfway down the stairs and he stopped, stuck his head through the banister bars. You know, the bars yeah, on the of stairs. Course. That's what they're he for. He stuck his head through them and had a little had a sniff l- a about. Look. Yeah. Right. Thinking, where am I going to head to next? Then he came back, looked up at me as if to say, oh, you're still hanging about, are oh, you dickhead? <laughs> right. Then he tried to fucking go back up the stairs again. <laughs> right. I think I'll go back up. think it's better up there. Still want to. Do you know what? And I haven't had a chance to have a look at your missus yet. <laughs> Where's she? I'm working towards Master that. Master bedroom, is it? <laughs> I want to go in and have a good fucking look at her. I'm thinking, fuck. Yeah. I thought, fuck this. So at this point, I've just grabbed the cunt, right? <laughs> and I picked him up. And sure enough, he, he felt as fat as he looked. <laughs> His big tubby cat belly, right? And I fucking... And he didn't fight me. I picked him up and he just looked casual like, yeah, what are you doing now then? <laughs> Fair enough. Right, but this is the weird bit. I took I took him downstairs, I opened the door and I just put him out front on the doorstep, yeah. put him down. I said, goodbye, yeah. right? Very firm. He didn't I understand closed that. the door. Mm. I closed the door. He went mad outside the door. Really? He was meowing, crying, scratching and that went on for 10 minutes. Fuck well, it went on until I fell asleep. Hell. I could hear him from when I got into bed. And I thought, my cat can't have been there because cats can smell another cat on yeah. their territory and my cat would have come out and gone mad. So I walked into the front room to get a glass of water. Just, I, was just, I was shaken up and I just wanted to go to bed and put it behind me. My cat was just fucking in there. <laughs> Nelson, just like having a little lick of his, of his um, bum hole. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, all right, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Some fucking cat we've, from up the street just came in. We've, we've fucking infiltrated. And started wandering around like you own the place. <laughs> and you're in here the whole time, not giving me any backup. You should have been the one getting him out. <laughs> uh, and he, I could tell Nelson was kind of trying to pretend he hadn't noticed. Oh, I didn't I didn't notice. I'll I mean, if busy. I'd noticed, I would have come and sorted it out. But I don't know. I didn't hear him. You fucking heard busy, me. And busy you smelled. me, me brown eye. I've been doing some uh, bum maintenance, haven't I? I didn't think there'd be anything else going on. You know, I sort of stood yeah, down this, for the night. This time of night, you don't expect much action, so I thought I'd take the opportunity to give the the, the bummer once over with me with my cat tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's basic cat admin. You got to do that a few times a day. I was like, "Thanks for the fucking nothing, Nelson, you prick!" Right, and now listen to him. It, the the thing about the maddest part of the whole story is easily how he reacted to being chucked out, because he didn't just think, "Fair enough, it's a fair cop. I've had my fun. Now I'll go back to my house." Right? Yeah. He was furious, like, yeah. and he was outside, rawr, rawr, and I literally, mate, I, I genuinely like went mad because I was like, "Why is he acting like that?" And I was thinking, uh, for one moment, and I'm not joking when I say this, for one crazy moment, I thought, "Is it my cat?" Is that does that cat belong to me? I did. You know, when you question your own thoughts, yeah. I thought, why is he going so mad? Like, only a cat who thought he belonged in this house would react like that to being thrown out. And I thought for one second, because I have had black cats in the past when I was yeah. a kid. I've had three separate ones. And I so I th- then I started obviously thinking it was a cat ghost. Yeah, right? maybe. I, I was thinking all sorts of mad shit. And I thought, fucking hell, maybe it is my cat. Maybe I've forgotten. Why is it? Why is it acting like this? Maybe. I mean, in the end, it must have fucked off. I haven't seen it again. Oh, Maybe that, it was it, a cat ghost. We haven't seen it today. Well, it's still early though. It's only lunchtime. Maybe it only comes out yeah. at night. Have you got a yeah. cat flap? Yeah, round the back, but it's controlled by a microchip. It's, yeah, that's what we had when I was when we had a cat. I was going to say so access isn't possible. I it think- can't come. It can't get in through the back. Thank God. 
You know but um, I'm going to have to keep them peeled because you don't need that. You know, I've befriended cats in this neighbourhood. I'm well known for being a friend of the cats in the neighbourhood. Yeah. But that one, you know, some some cats will see kindness as will mistake kindness as weakness. for weakness. Yeah. You you've got to draw a line, haven't you? I think mm. this was the reincarnation of a previous occupant of your house who's come mm. back as a cat. And they've come back. You know, sometimes when you see an old house that you lived in when you were young, up for sale, yeah. and you fancy going and having a view and so you can have a look around with yeah. no intention of buying the place. Yeah. I don't know whether you do that or anyone else does that, but I, I, I sometimes do. Well, Joanna Lumley does it. Does I met she? her once, I and she told she me that's what she did in the day. Yeah. And hobby. she said, because I'm... She goes, I look up the most expensive properties in London. Yeah. She said, and I go to look at them. Go to have a look round. Uh, in the day when I've got nothing on. Yeah. And I said, really? She went, yeah. I mean, the thing is, she went, the benefit of being famous and having a really posh voice makes people assume that you're, you you have the money you're to buy anywhere. You're in the market anywhere. for it, yeah. She went, I go to see places that I could never afford in a million years, but anyone will show me around anywhere because I've got such a nice voice. <laughs> Lumley, Good what a her. legend. Good yeah. for her. Um. So, yeah, I think it's a previous occupant and they've, they've been reincarnated as that cat and they've come to have a bit of a look around. What about... Um, uh, isn't there a Tales of the Unexpected like that where ah, someone comes be. back as a cat? There might be. I or Inside is. Number Nine, because that's a bit Tales of the Unexpected, I think there's a Tales of the it? Unexpected where uh, the, a cat is the reincarnation of a famous composer like Hand or right. List or someone. All right, okay. Yeah. I've not seen that one. I'll look that up. But they did I get repeated. Where... They did get repeated Maybe on this Sky cat, Arts. Maybe this, and it, and it goes back and haunts someone who's a big fan of that music. So this cat could be the reincarnation of one of my musical heroes. Like it might be George Michael or you, Prince. Yeah, uh, you've probably gone a little bit too far there. It, I think, it, would, it, would it be older than three years old, this cat, do you think? Would it have been a big fat fucker? It was fat. I could, yeah, I think it was pretty old. Yeah. So it's not it was an then. old. It maybe like what? George Michael died in 2016. Yeah, maybe he immediately. Kept, maybe he's been hovering around in the netherworld for a while, yeah. and now has finally decided to come back and haunt one of his super fans, me, Sam Delaney. Yeah. In cat form. I'm not sure why he would do that. To be honest, Sam. No, I don't well, know either. Never mind. It's a nice idea though. Um, anyway, another- the, this whole experience has shaken me up a great deal. I bet. And, and and as I was trying to fall asleep with its haunting meows mm. outside my front door, I thought my final thoughts before I drifted off to sleep were emergency podcast. Yeah, I'd have been up for that. We could have put it out straight away. A night podcast where yeah, I'm whispering. Night pod. Night pod. And film, <laughs> film it in like that sort of night vision style on our phones. Yeah, it's definitely... I, I, it's one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I am... Absolutely terrified. One of the most extraordinary things I have ever experienced has just happened in my house. (laughs) A cat followed me home. A cat followed me home to my front door and then forced entry. (laughs) And And then started running about in my children's rooms and tried to gain access to my wife. (laughs) In, um, In other cat news... I was talking mm. to my ex-wife yesterday, and on her birthday, uh, do you remember mm. Brambury, the cat that lives there yeah, with the my ex-wife? Cat. The, yeah, the one that yeah. says, Mouse! Meow. Um, she was in bed asleep on her birthday, yeah. and Brambury came into her bedroom and threw a mouse into her face as she slept. <laughs> on her birthday? <laughs> on her birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Happy dickhead. Happy birthday! 
Mouse! <laughs> There's your present. Granbury, <laughs> <laughs> you legend. <laughs> he is the greatest cat I've ever met. He's like a dog. He's fucking Did Bradbury say anything or did he just chuck the mouse? No, nah, you fuck don't off? need to say anything, do you? The, the no. gift speaks for itself. Speaks for itself. Yeah, but he's brilliant. Says more than words ever could. He's fantastic, Bradbury. He is basically like a dog and he'll, mm. he'll fucking come up and, and try and get attention and get tickles and stuff like a dog. Um, he'd probably play fetch if you wanted him to, as long as it was a mouse. So, yeah. I'd love to take a, a cat out. Talking of cats like dogs, I would. I've always wanted. I've seen it done. I've always loved the idea of taking my cat out on a lead, one of those extendable yeah. leads. Oh, Bramberry would be up for that. For definitely, Bramberry would be up for It'd that. It'd just be so much fun, wouldn't it? I might see if the kids want to do that and I can video it. Put it. That's a good little weekend content. activity with the kids. Yeah. With this week, what are we doing at the weekend, Dad? Take the cat Walking for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> But she's having a birthday around, party around Sunderland City Centre. She's having a birthday party on Saturday night, and we, we all um, mused, on, is. mused on no, my exes. We, oh, we mused yeah. on the idea of whether Brambury would go to the party, which is like in a, in a function room in a pub. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised he would, he'd go along if he'd he just, just turned up, mooch about, yeah, chatting yeah. to people. All right, yeah, all right, dickheads. Guess who's here? <laughs> the party's just fucking yeah. started. No Brambury's show. here. No show without punch. <laughs> so, yeah. I brought a load of mice. I've got them out back. I'll bring them in later I'll and start chuck chucking them about. <laughs> Anyone want a mouse? <laughs> you got a mouse in your drink, love? It's fresh. <laughs> so there we are. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jalapeño. You know, uh, uh, footballers with pets is a fairly interesting subject. A lot of them do and the Instagram stuff, don't they, with their dogs and things. But they've all got dogs mm. and some of them probably have exotic animals. But I've never heard of a... You don't think of footballers and cats. Mm. But I am interested to know, because I'm a cat... I like cats and dogs, right? I don't buy this, you've got to be one or the other. Yeah. But I do think cats get a raw deal. Everyone slags them off, don't they? But I think they've got a lot of love and a lot to offer. Yeah, they've got their place in the community, I think. Yeah. And and they do. And everyone's like, fucking cats, they're so selfish. Dogs are great. 
But dogs are a lot of hassle, as you know, to your cost. Yeah. You know, your dog is the bane of your life. Completely, yeah. And um, and he, um, really, on the whole, I'll, I'll, my I'll, cat isn't... I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate. I give. I always give him some wafer-thin ham for his breakfast when I come down right. in the morning. And he had his wafer-thin yeah. ham this morning. And then 20 minutes later, he fucking vomited the whole lot back up again on me sofa. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. It's gone down the wrong way. Didn't quite agree with me. Hasn't settled. I've just, I've just left it there on the sofa. All right. Yeah, you'll probably have to clean that up, or it'll start to stink. (laughs) I'm going back to my basket. I need to lie down. He fucking didn't. He just did it, and then just moved along the sofa a bit, so he's lying next to it as I came in, pretending it wasn't there. I don't know who's done this, mate, but I've just come down and seen it, and you know, Uh, I I can't do it. Not on. If you ask me, it is not on. I can't. I can't clean it up with these. Well, these paws and everything, so, you know, it's up to the you. Paws, but... I don't have, uh, what do you call it, the thumbs Opposable like the humans thumbs. have. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, cats get a raw deal, but I, it's a shame that... I, anyway, listen, what I'm saying is, if anyone knows of an example of a football like who had a cat mm. and who who likes cats, um, just get in touch. I I'd imagine, be interested to know. I, imagine I love the idea that Graham Souness might have quite an exotic, long-haired cat that he's really, really into. Look at that cat. Yeah. It's a fucking beauty, that yeah. cat. Look at that fucking okay. light glistening on it its every fur. fucking day. Yeah. I could it's... enter competitions with that cat, no problem. <laughs> but I uh, haven't got the time. I, I choose not to. <laughs> Too busy punditing. I reckon um, <laughs> Pat Nevin will have a cat. Uh, yeah. And Graham was so... The intellectual yeah, oh, footballers. Yeah. And they'll call them pretentious names like... After like some, they'll call them fucking Percy Iggy Shelley Pop or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or um, uh, yeah, they'll name it after a fucking beat poet. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of any beat poets. There was that one, wasn't there, in America? Or Kerouac. Kerouac. Yeah, it's yeah. my cat, Jack. Jack Kerouac. Yeah. <laughs> on the road, it's my favourite book. <laughs> I read On the Road when I was sixteen because I thought I had to. Fucking dog shit. Yeah. Dog shit in it. Dog shit. Load of fucking nonsense. He's not the other one, Ginsburg. Fuck him as well. Yeah. Not bad. Fucking load of nonsense. Yeah, bollocks. <laughs> uh, I tell you, on the we? road, you'd be better off fucking read. I'm going to write a book about when I went into railing when I was 17. It'd be much be better, much than, on better than on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's a couple of things I found today. Two stories on the news, right? PG yeah. tips could be sold by Unilever as the cuppa goes out of fashion. Tea. Fucking hell. Tea is going out of fashion. This is this is a serious fucking issue that I think we should get involved in. There's been a lot of societal changes recently in the last few years in this country. We've been relatively quiet about a lot of it. But mm. this is fucking serious, like you say. Um, it's really bad for society because tea is a really important part of a decent person's daily routine. Yeah. Because... The alternative to tea is coffee. And let's be honest, right? It's the elephant in the room. The reason tea sales are down is because coffee became fashionable. Coffee is not good for you. I drink it. Mm -hmm. I wish I didn't. I'm drinking it right now. I've got into the habit of it where I need caffeine in the morning. I feel as if I need caffeine in the morning to get through the the day and wake up. But tea is something much more spiritual, Mm -hmm. much more calming and contemplative. Mm -hmm. And as I've documented in great detail... The, the uh, ceremony of tea making when you use a pot like I yeah. always use is a is a lovely way to punctuate your day. It's a ritual, right? almost like taking heroin. It's a ritual. 
It is. It's a ritual, but unlike taking heroin, it is not bad for you. Yeah. And also, it is part of our cultural fabric. And this whole fucking buying loads of expensive four-pound cups of coffee, we cut with fucking filling the the bins up with plastic and cardboard. It's bullshit. Have yeah. a cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Take time out of your day. You don't have to be on the move the whole time, right? Stop. Just rest. Make a pot of tea. Allow it to brew. Do it with grace, right? It- Do it with grace. Do it with honour. Do it with commitment and calm. Remember to breathe. Just rest. And if you if you're on the move all day, make a thermos flask before you go out. Take it with you. Make a thermos flask of tea. Yeah, bring I saw back a the teacher thermos. tweet yesterday. She went, "One of the lads in my year ten class. What's that? Year ten is uh, how old are you then? 15? That's like what we used to call the fourth year. I yeah. think. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. So fourteen, fifteen. She said at the end of a lesson. I saw one of the lads in my class pull out a thermos <laughs> flask of tea and pour himself yes! a cup. And I thought, fucking good man. <laughs> Make that my that prime minister a- now. Th- these fucking millennials, I mean, this is a boring cliche and we've talked about it before, but they don't know how to make tea. You you know, I've had to go through long fucking discussions with young people about tea making mm-hmm. because you start off at the bottom in an office, you make the tea, that's just a rites of passage, fine. Mm. But... You need to know how to make tea, and they don't know. This kid's got the right idea. He's bringing himself bringing fucking thermos flasks yeah. to school. I've, it made me feel all right, cunt, for not doing it myself. Would have made the working day, the school day, so much easier, wouldn't it? To yeah. have just carried around a nice big flask of tea and punctuate each lesson. At the end of the lesson, pour yourself a little cuppa. Exactly, Lovely. exactly. But it's not just uh, it's not just coffee because the story says that. Uh, well, it says that demand for traditional tea has fallen by 2.7% in the last two years. Terrible. Which is, it's not good. But demand has risen for other types of tea, with herbal teas now worth £52 million, and cold infusions mm. valued uh, at £11.2 million a year. Cold infusions. Fuck. What's that? We'll tell you what we used to call that. Orange squash. That's what a cold <laughs> infusion is. Right? A fucking yeah. Kiora. Well, it's like fucking Lipton ice, isn't it? That... My my uh, mate Phil came round my house to watch the nineteen ninety four World Cup final because my parents were away, and I had the house to myself. So a few lads came round. Phil was driving, so he right. brought he had to bring a soft drink. I had soft drinks I could have provided him with. He brought two cans of fucking Lipton iced tea, and he's like, never I, he didn't let him in. Never lived that down since. Disgusting. So, he should have said you can wait outside. Yeah, you watch through the fucking window if you can have a, if you can get a close enough look. So that's that. But then. There's another story also on the news. Um, Tate Britain, the art gallery, of course, in London, has defended a job ad for a £40,000 a year head of coffee. I saw this, yeah. Fuck, what do we do with that? 40 fucking grand. Now, I love coffee. You love coffee. We've both said that in the last few minutes. Yeah. But this is fucking too much. It's gone too far. This fetishization of coffee has gone too fucking far. It's nonsense as well. And it's, you, you know, you've got to understand this is all part of the way. Capitalism almost, it kind of reached peak, right? So then if you are business, if you're a capitalist, if you're a master of industry, mm. then you have to say, how can we build this market further? And it's a marketing trick to fetishize mm. these different products. And it's like last night I was in this silly bar near West Ham. I mean, going to West Ham is unbelievable. Thank God 
I don't drink and because I'd be so disappointed. There's no pubs. It's all and it, being where it is in the East End of London, in that part of East End where you're near Hackney Wick, everywhere is like you know it's like an it's like Andy Dawson's worst fucking nightmare, <laughs> right? It is like every fucking bar is a hipster bar. Mm. They're a bit sniffy about the football fans coming in there, and I'm um, you know I I had to meet someone there, a mate. And, you know, there's a hundred and fucking... There are no more. There's, like, hundreds of fucking silly named beers with silly fucking... And people are asking for fucking a taste of it before they have a pint. And you think, this is just... You've all been fucking... You're all just being manipulated yeah, by marketing. Because totally, totally. it's bollocks. It's all bollocks. I mean, it really is. And it's the same with coffee. It's like, keep giving them the same thing, but giving it different names. Do you know what I mean? And make up stories around them. Um about the origins or the heritage or the particulars of how they are made, right? It's the same fucking trick that the cosmetics industry has been doing for years, Tell right, you what, to I women, just, I'm just gonna, with their Sam, bullshit about different moisturisers. I'll stop you there. Is there any way of doing that bit again, but without the craft beer stuff in? Because we're running a beer oh, yeah. 52 this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fetishization of coffee is just mad. It's a marketing trick whereby, you know, coffee is coffee. You mm. can have it with milk or without milk, mm. right? You can have the milk foamy or not foamy, mm. and that's about it, right? And But they, they give it different names, they give it different packaging, they give it different stories, and they feed it all to us like we're gormless fucking idiots, which we are, because we lap it all up and we keep paying more, and we have conversations about okay. it, and it's the same trick that has been done in over the years with wine or, it for you know, cosmetics that are all basically the same fucking thing, but different brands make up different bullshit stories. We're just being sold bullshit by this coffee, yeah. people. And by the way, yeah, I do like coffee, but it's not good for your state of mind. It, but we're all in fucking stress lifestyles as it is, right? We all work too hard. Our lives are too fast. Our minds are too busy. We are overstimulated, right? And rather than step back and think, I'm going to have to, I should step out of this a few times a day, calm down. And as we say, just rest by the way just rest t-shirts still available on our website right <laughs> instead we decide rather than step away and just rest for a few moments right we instead think oh i've got to keep up with mm. all of this hyper stimulation and the only way i can keep up is to drink more coffee yeah coffee 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 because that's the only way i keep up but it's not good for you step away Make yourself a nice pot of tea. Have a pot of tea instead. Take yeah. your time over it. Take your flask. Take your time you? over it. Yeah. Sit you know, and I'm, uh, I'm thinking this coffee thing's out of control. I also am strongly thinking that you and I might want to think about launching a top light time machine tea leaf brand. Yeah, definitely. Because it's I inevitable, bet that's not it? difficult to do. Yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's you know inevitable. But also in this story, it says, do you know what the average salary for a professional art curator in London is? What? £37,300. £2,700 less than the head of coffee at Tate Britain. Listen, £40,000 is, I I believe, way above the average wage in this country. Yeah, I think the average is about twenty-one, something like that. £40,000 puts you in the top tax rate. If you're if you're the head of coffee on forty grand a year, you're paying the same fucking tax rate as Alan Sugar or Sir John Starbucks. Well, yeah. obviously more than Sir John Starbucks. Um, and what the fuck do you do as head of coffee? Buy the fucking beans, mm. get them ground up, add them to fucking boiling water. Bang, 
There you go. Let's let's not stray into the area of trying to denigrate people according to their jobs because you you've been burned by that. We don't want to talk about baristas <laughs> and how what they do is actually just making a cup of coffee and there's no artistry to it because they do put those little pictures on the top and stuff like that, don't they? I can do it. Wanna... And listen, no. I'm here to be shot at, right? As as the fucking uh, you know the pharmacists. Um, did right they what what do i do i sit and fucking open my mouth and talk utter off the top of my head bullshit into a microphone to a man in sunderland yes right i didn't you know so listen if i sort of make light or make flippant remarks about the artistry of the barista then no one it's tongue-in-cheek and no two listen i know there's no not much skill fucking required for what i do for a living either there we go there we go but but Talking of the pharmacists, I don't know if you can see, I'll come up close to the phone screen, but I've got a, uh, I, I seem to have an eye infection. Can you see? Yeah, not really. Look in the corner of my eye there, there's yeah. a swelling. Yeah, a little bit, and yeah. And I also yeah. have a swelling. Yeah. Well, I went to the optician yesterday for an eye test. Oh, I went yeah. to a local optician rather than to Specsavers, right? Guess how much he charged me for the eye test? 57 quid. Fuck. And I didn't know until at the end. When you go to Specsavers, the eye test is free and they offer you a pair of free frames. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. Right? So you think I've been you were, a dickhead. Do you think they knew you were coming? Do you think they've nobbled you? Yes. Ah, Mr. And Delaney, makes, come in. And then, well, yeah, they're probably mates with pharmacists. But yeah. what makes it worse is today I've woken up with an eye infection. Yeah, there you go then. That confirms it, so, I reckon. I'm going back down there later. The problem is, I'm going to go back down there and complain and say, look, look at the state of my eye. What what did you do? Give me my money back, right? Yeah. But the thing is, I might have to go to the pharmacist to get eye drops. I'm not joking. <laughs> there it is. There it is. They're all in cahoots. This has all been... Dun, dun, dun. Have you seen the new episode that's been on this week? Yeah. In the coffee shop? Yeah. Mocha Joe. Mocha Joe. I was so delighted to see the return of Mocha Joe. Yeah, it was so good. Um, Yeah, it's great. Right, before we go, predictions for the weekend's football and all that. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, I'll let you go first if you like. It's Leicester versus Chelsea. Oh, 2 1 Leicester. 2 1 Leicester. I think 2 1 Chelsea. I think Leicester are. Yeah, they've hit a rocky steam a little bit. Uh, onwards to our teams, Portsmouth versus Sunderland. I'll go first with go that first. one. Uh, we won one nil at Tramway last night. I'll just say this: we are now five points off the top of the table. Do you remember what dog shit we were on Boxing Day? And I was. I remember you wanting it. Phil Parkinson out. Phil Parkinson out. I wanted the chairman to sell the club, uh, yeah. which he says he's going to do. You wanted Sir John Dell to come in. Sir John Dell was waiting and in the wings. The we were. I think we were fifteenth. Uh, yeah. It's now a month later. We are fifth. We are yeah. five points off the top of the table with a game in hand. And what are your odds for winning the league? Seven to one. And at what price did you get on Sunderland to win the league? Fourteen to one. Well, well even so, ladies and gentlemen, seven to one. I'd be having a close look at that. Still, I bet I, I might actually have a tenner on that. I'd have a today. close look at that because we've been unbeaten yeah. in the last nine, I think in total and we've kept four clean sheets in a row 17 mm. points out of the last 21 don't know just saying 7-1 to one. Uh, anyway Portsmouth Sunderland 1-1 one, one. 
Portsmouth nil, Sunderland one. Wow. Okay. Um, Sheffield Wednesday versus Millwall. Sheffield Wednesday two, Millwall one. I think it will be two nil to Sheffield Wednesday. West Ham versus Brighton. Hmm. Oh, you know what this is? A nine-pointer. That's what I call yeah. it. Yeah. Nine-pointer. I think you'll you'll prevail in this. I think it'll be one-nil to West Ham. Yeah, I think it will be two-nil to two West Ham. Two-nil. Because Brighton, pff, I've said it before, but this whole Graham Potter six-year contract thing, that's going to bite them on the arse. Well, we we haven't beaten Brighton in well over ten years now. I think the last time really? someone told me last night it was like, yeah, we haven't beaten them since they've been back in the Prem. Jesus. They're a bit of a bogey team for us. They very often beat us, so it's not going to be easy. But actually, West Ham, who have a lot of problems and a, a, a shit team, really. But I we actually played all right against Liverpool last night. Mm. I mean, I was delighted that we came away just two nil. Although one of my mates said, well, I'm fucked off about this. I mean, I could only see two results. We were either, there was a slim chance we might do a typical West Ham and nick it 1-0, right? And surprise everyone. Or we were going to get absolutely fucking dismantled by one of the best club sides of all time and see them in their pomp (laughs) absolutely destroy us 10-0. And we didn't even fucking get either of those. I feel short-changed. If you're going to fucking beat us, beat us properly, you cunts. And I did feel patronised by it because they didn't really make much of an effort. And it was it was like fucking Brambury knocking a fucking lame mouse around with his paw. But West Ham weren't bad. I saw small reasons for hope. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, th- I think you'll beat Brighton because I think Brighton are in a bit of trouble. F- mm. uh, two more to go. Bournemouth versus Villa. Bournemouth, Villa. Bournemouth aren't doing very well. I think Villa might win this. I'm going to say Bournemouth 1, Villa 2. Bournemouth 1, Villa 2. I think Bournemouth won, didn't they, for the first time in a while the other day. I think they might win again. I think they'll win this 2-0. And then finally, Liverpool versus Southampton. Which Liverpool will turn up? The really brilliant one or the... You know, the one that gets the job done. It's going to be a Liverpool win, isn't it? Liverpool 2, Southampton 0. Liverpool 2, Southampton 0. I'm going to go 3-1 to Liverpool. That's the predictions. They are now locked in. That is this episode of Top Flight Time Machine. It's been great. Everyone's enjoyed it. Yeah. Both of us have enjoyed it, and the listeners have had the time of their pitiful lives. Yeah. Good for you. Good for us, good for them. Mm. Fuck off. Remember to watch the trailer, dickheads. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 